Hey, bookworms! Welcome to Librarians Telling Tales, where we introduce you to all the things we love about libraries, books, people, and making connections. I'm Amy. I'm Blair. I'm Jennifer. Today's episode is going to be a little different because we had some super special guests. We sat down with three groups of young book lovers and chatted with them about the books they're reading, some of their favorite series and characters, and how they fit reading into their everyday lives. It really was such a treat for us and so much fun because they had so many great comments and insights about books. We've decided to create three mini episodes. Today, we will be talking with the first group and join us for the next two Fridays for groups two and three. You won't want to miss out on these charming and candid discussions. Today, we chat with young book lovers Cody and Abby. We're also going to kick off today with a discussion about ways to fit reading into your everyday life from us and our 2022 book resolutions for the brand new year. So fitting books into my everyday life, I think it's pretty easy for me because I love reading. <laughs> and I have discovered over the years that I have a lot of wait time. I'm always waiting in the car, waiting at a doctor's office. And just yesterday, I was waiting at the car mechanic. I had plenty of time to read. And so because of that, I end up taking either a print book with me or I pull out my phone. I have Libby that I've downloaded a book or an audiobook, And so I really make good use of that wait time. So that's one of my tips. And then you're not frustrated that you're waiting, right? Because you have a book to lose yourself in? Exactly. Yes. My dog gives me lots of opportunities, which I know sounds yes. silly. Yes, ditto. But he has recently had surgery, and so we couldn't do stuff. Previously, I'm like, I'm sitting at the dog park, or I'm walking him and listening to an audio book. Sitting at the dog park with a library book. You have to pick the right library book. It has to be a hardcover, because if it's not, you go and get something on it. You just know it. Uh, <laughs> print something. But since he's been kind of out of commission, we've developed a new habit where we would sit outside in the mornings with coffee. And that is a perfect time for a book or an audiobook, even though it's been a little chilly lately. I hear you. I have two dogs and they are very high energy. And so we go for a minimum of three walks each morning before I leave for work. And the first walk of our day is in pitch black. So I don't have my earbuds and I'm not listening to anything because I have to listen to nature. Skonks is my big concern, everybody. Then, but the second two walks, I usually am plugged in and I'm just listening to my book as we stroll. And for me, those walks go so fast because I am lost in a story. And so it's not a chore at all to walk the pups. And then of course, my drives to work, I listen as well. So that's two ways I squeeze reading into my everyday life. I like to do household chores too with audiobooks. So it's like so much easier to get laundry done. So That's much easier to get laundry done. Because I was going to say, how do you vacuum while listening? Or how do you wash dishes? Don't you know the magic bowl trick with your phone? Stick your phone into a bowl or a coffee cup and it's amplified. What? Yes. And then it will uh, amplify itself automatically. Blair, and you I can honestly, listen to it. I did not know that. It's amazing. Makes it so Did much you know easier. That, Jennifer? I'd never heard of that. I had to pause it whenever I'm doing anything that's noisy. It won't help with the vacuum. Wow. But it'll help with dishes. Score. Yeah. So that's another trick. <laughs> so how do you fit reading in with a regular book? Let's say some of our listeners don't have the ability to download a book. So how do we fit just regular reading of the old fashioned book kind into our lives? Some of that is the choice. So I don't mind going to bed half an hour, an hour earlier than I would normally go to bed and just sit in bed with a book. It does depend on the day. I'm also spoiled because it's just me and the dog. So I read an entire book the other night because I didn't feel like watching anything. And then I usually leave a book in the car because you never know when you're gonna have to magically wait for something. 
when I work the evening shift, that morning I prioritize. I do all my walks to the pups and I can sit and read or get things done that I want to do. And most of the time I do choose to read, especially because there are those books that you just want to read yourself. You want to hold in your hands. Like that's the time when I don't want my Kindle. I don't want my audiobook going on. I want to hold the book and lose myself. Well, that's what I, I read constantly at home. And my husband's okay with that. He's okay if I just sit on the couch and he watches UFC and I'm sitting there with my book. Yep. And I'm able to tune that out. It doesn't bother me. Say so no no fights over the remote control that way. None. You're in two different worlds on the same couch. (laughs) You know, something else I do is on my lunch break, I go sit in my car (laughs) just because I just need the quiet time and I always have a book. So on my lunch break, I get a lot of reading done and it's just lovely. Well, something else I really wanted to point out is that we are role models for our kids, for the kids that we are with. And so we really need to make time for reading and show them that books are important for them Mm -hmm. to see us reading. And that might mean for some families that you just have a reading time. You can either all read a a different book at the same time and just have that as a reading time, or you can have a read aloud. But I really think that it's important to underscore that we're role models. Mm -hmm. So we need to be reading and the kids need to see us reading. And that dedicated time, I think you're right, is so important. So that everybody knows it's part of the schedule. We're going to mm-hmm. sit and read. Well, and everybody's lives are so busy. It's really nice building in that opportunity to be quiet, that opportunity to enjoy things and slow down. And books are so great for helping you do that. But I want to mention that there was a family in the library, mom with two small children. One is, I think, seven, and the other is four. And they were leaving us to go on to the post office, and they had checked out like 30 books. And she said to them, you know, we're going to have to wait at the post office. There's going to be a line. It's just before the holidays. Everyone is there sending packages and things. Why don't each of you guys pick out a book that you want to look at while we wait? I thought, what a rad idea. Using books wisely during that wait time, which, you know, it's not just what adults do, but it's setting that sort of thing for your kiddos, too. Like, this is a great time to bring your book starting them young it's so smart you know something else that will help folks who want to make more time for reading is to join a book club you can go online or you can find one in your community we have several book clubs here at the library for all ages is a great resource too if you want to find time to read and have a commitment someone that you can share your books with and you can start your own book clubs because we have book club kits you can check out. So that's another option, too. If you have a group of friends that you all want to do a book club together, that's a good way of doing it. So New Year's resolutions for this 2022 that we're entering. You guys made book resolutions? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Nice. And you, Miss Blair? Oh, I have, but my resolution's a little funky. Let's hear it. So I do a Goodread challenge every year, and I put everything I read on Goodreads, so it kind of inflates my score because picture books picture (laughs) books inflate my score because i want to keep track of what i've read so that i can remember for recommendations and so i said 200 books this year which is up from 150 from last year but i did i did like 250 last year when i included all the picture books and everything so i think i hit really close to the 150 with regular books but this year i'm attempting something a little different i have the dnf do not finish list which is embarrassingly short because I force myself to read and finish things even if I don't like them. And so this year my New Year's resolution is to give myself permission to put books down and to stop reading them Mm -hmm. when I have determined that it's just not for me, it's just not my book. It's going to be a hard resolution to keep. That's a tough one, yeah. Because I usually am like, I picked this book, I must finish it! But not this year. I'm going to be like, 50 pages, you're boring, I'm putting you down, I'm walking away. (laughs) 
We're going to check in on you periodically and say, how many books have you DNF so far? You're going to have to. I have no trouble putting a book down. I feel like I'm really brutal. I think that leads into your your personal resolution, right? (laughs) I I have a personal resolution because (laughs) I have several, actually. But the big one that I'm really focusing on this year is reading the entire series, The Keeper of Lost Cities. This is a series the kids talk about constantly. And Mm -hmm. I'm baffled when they say they've read it three, four. What is what is one of our patrons? Like 11. 11 times she's read it. And I think, what am I missing? Because I've tried and it hasn't captured my interest, but I think I'm going to do it. So yes, it will be an interesting adventure, but I, I'm hoping that I'll be pleasantly surprised mm-hmm. and I'll get in and go, whoa. I think once you get past that first book, once you're in the world, Mm -hmm. it won't be so painful. It's just because I'm not a real fantasy reader. And so that's the hurdle I will overcome. But yes, that is one of my reading goals this year. And I have made it very public. Mm -hmm. So you can all hold me accountable. And speaking of fantasy reading, that's kind of what I do. I just read a lot of fantasy. So this year, I am challenging myself to try to read something from a new genre each month. So like this January, Miss Blair recommended to me a memoir from a chef. And it's something I never would have picked up on my own. Like in a million years, I would have seen it and been like, no way, not for me. But I'm listening to it. And it is so engaging and interesting. And I'm three and a half hours into a 10 hour book and just really enjoying it so much. And it's something I would never have picked. So I have now ideas for the rest of the year, but not every month. So if you have ideas... I was just going to ask if you're taking recommendations. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> I have two other, one one more from Miss Blair that I'm going to read when my mind is in the right spot. And then, yeah, another a patron recommended a book as well. So then, yes, please. please so please. which genres do you think are going to be challenging for you? Is there a certain kind of book that's harder for you? Well, I don't generally like nonfiction, especially informational nonfiction. Like, I just don't find myself enjoying it. So interestingly, both of what Blair recommended to me was a memoir and then a nonfiction piece about Columbine. So I am going to really push myself to read these books. I guess my maybe my resolution is more geared toward my adult reading habits because I read pretty broadly for the kids so that I can recommend things and share ideas and such. But as an adult reader of adult works, I am very limited in what my scope is. I was wondering one other thing in terms of resolutions. Yeah. I think maybe for all of us. I'm thinking I want to try and read one book at a time, but I have a very hard time doing that. Do either of you have, I mean, that might be a reading goal just to not even consider, but. Uh, yeah, I would say nix that one now. Nix no, that not, one. A, not a snowball's chance, man. I usually have five to six books working at <laughs> yes. a time. Yes. Do you find that you put books on hold and then you just can't read them all at the same time? Or how do you... Yes, because it's feast or famine. Like, God, you either so have, bad. you're dying for a book and, and they're all on hold, the ones that you're like just desperate to read. And then all of a sudden, all at the same time, they become available on your holds. And you're like, oh, how do I make this all work? I only have X amount of time to read and I have like four books. I'm actually dying to read. How do you decide which when book they're due back? Uh, exactly. <laughs> I go through when they're due back and which ones I think I can renew and which ones I think I can't. These are what they call bookworm problems. Well, we're so happy to have Abby and Cody here to share with us some of their favorite bookish moments. And I think we'll just get started with asking some fun questions. Cody, why don't you tell us a little bit about you? I'm 11. I'm funny. I have a lot of pets. And I don't know. Are you still acting and singing? Not really. I do sing a little bit. But I haven't been in a play for a while. Is that something you'd like to do? Yes. Awesome. I've seen her act. She's amazing. And she was singing. I was so impressed. What was the role? Well, I've been in Matilda. Ooh. I was... Oh, my God. What's her name? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> but I did have a, one of the main parts did with you? Mrs. Trenchpool. Oh. I was a girl who got swung around by her pigtails. Oh, oh. yes. <laughs> that was so fun. That's awesome. The but role of a lifetime. Yes. <laughs> and how about you, Abby? Um, I have two siblings, Cole and Quinn, and we have two turtles. And I dance, and in the car I always like sing to my favorite songs. Nice. You girls ready to talk about some fun things? Sure. Okay. (laughs) We kind of warned you guys that we were going to ask you what your favorite books are. But we also want to know some other fun things. So let's start with if there is a book or series that you guys would want to reread over and over again or have reread over and over again. But you can't say Harry Potter. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I think we just broke. I just think we kidding, just broke Cody's just heart. <laughs> I, I remember that from last year. Harry Potter was a thing. It's like the best book, right? So lean in and talk to us a little bit about Harry Potter. Why don't you? I mean, it's just a really good book. I like action. Right now, I'm reading a book called Keeper of the Lost Cities, and it's about a girl that thinks she's a human, but she's an elf, and then she like almost dies fifty times. I mean, I just like action. That's good, but not like bloody action. That's understandable, too. What about you, Abby? Can you think of a book you'd like to read multiple times? I mean, I always read, like, lots of books, but the only really series I've read is The Magic Misfits. I always read lots of books, but they're not really series. That's okay. What is one of your favorite books that you've read lately? Well, I just finished The Land of Stories, but I haven't read it multiple times. Is that something you think you might want to read again in the future because you liked it so much? Yeah. Nice. And Cody, what do you think? I think I would also reread Keeper of the Lost Cities because it's just fun. And I've tried beginning that first book, but I haven't finished it. Do you have favorite characters in that book? I do. I really like Keith and Fitz. They're like my favorite characters. Like all my friends have read them, so there's Team Fitz or Team Keith. Mm -hmm. And I am a big Team Keith. Oh. Sounds like we need to have a Keeper of the Lost Cities book party. I think so. Mm-hmm. We might have to. So, Cody, how many times have you read Harry Potter then? I've read it once, but I've listened to it like 10 times. All the series books? Like, all, mm-hmm. wow. Those audiobooks are so good. Do you find yourself thinking with a British accent after you hear him read? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have to laugh because when I was talking to Cody's mom, she told me that she had told Cody not to talk about Harry Potter. That's why I said that. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> how, I don't know how we can not talk about Harry. It's inevitable. We know. So what about fictional worlds? Is there a fictional place that you read about that you think would be fantastic to live in? Or maybe just to visit for a week. Or to visit. There's this book called Song for a Whale, and it's about a deaf girl and a whale that sings at 55 hertz so he can't communicate with other whales. And she goes on a cruise ship to find the whale. So I would live on the cruise ship. What do you think, Abby? Is there a world you'd like to live in or vacation in for a week or something? I would like to live in the Hogwarts castle and then the Land of Stories. What makes the Land of Stories fun? There's lots of action. They've been almost eaten lots of times. Eaten by what? Well, there's this witch from Hansel and Gretel. Oh. And she tried to eat them. Yes, I could see that being very action-packed, trying to escape a mean witch trying to eat you. Okay. We're going to do a speed round. We're just going to ask some questions and you just pop out your answer. Favorite book, go. Um, Keeper of the Lost Cities. Uh, Land of Stories. Favorite character? Keith. Um, 
I don't know, Froggy. From Frog and Toad? No, he's a frog in the Land of Stories. He's a, a man frog. Oh, interesting. That may one day turn into a prince? Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Oh. Fairy tales. Favorite genre that you like to read? Like fantasy or science fiction or historical fiction? Fantasy. Fantasy. You like fantasy big time, huh? Yeah. How about most annoying character that got on your nerves? Oh, that's a good question. Keith. Connor. Keith is your favorite. Exactly. He's annoying? (laughs) (laughs) You love that about him, that he's annoying. Because I'm annoying. (laughs) Oh, so you (laughs) like him because you feel like you can relate. Yeah. Like, my job in life is to annoy my brother. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> for sure yes abby you need to explain connor because that didn't ring a bell for me right away who was that okay he i think her name's alexis and connor they're the main characters and they're the people who fell into the book mm. they were trapped in the land of stories and so connor and alexis are the twins and he annoys you why He's just, he's a boy. He's annoying. <laughs> exactly. That's all that needs to be said. Boys yeah. are annoying. <laughs> Is there a book you're really excited to read that's, we call it the to-be-read list, the TBR list? Is there something you just can't wait to get your hands on? I haven't read the book club book yet, so. <laughs> you got time. It's okay. Which book, have I. Which book is that, Miss Blair? We are doing... Um, like something beyond the, the bright sea. Oh, beyond yeah. the bright sea, my brain oh. just died a little bit. <laughs> beyond the bright sea is what we are reading this month. Yes, I haven't read it yet. It's very actiony. I think you'll like it. There's there's quite a bit of action. It's historical fiction, but it doesn't feel like overwhelmingly historical. There's a lot of seafaring adventure. Don't they live on like a tiny island? They do. They live on a tiny island, and yes, lots of weatheriness and seaness. It's really cool. So. Maybe less about actual books, but some questions about reading. Where is your favorite place to, like, hole up with a book and read? There's a chair next to my fire, and it's just tiny, and I like curling up in small spaces. Awesome. What about you? I always like to read in my bed before I go to sleep, and I have my reading light, and I always curl up with my blanket. Does it make you more sleepy, or does it keep you awake longer? Kind of both. A good book will have you up until like 10 or 11 or even midnight, right? One more page, one more chapter. So I have a question for you. I have a hard time deciding which books to read. I audition books. I read the first few pages and see if they make the cut. And so I would really like to know from you all how you decide what books to read. How do you know if a book is worth your time and how much time do you give a book before you say yay or nay? I have a lot of friends that like the same kind of book as me. So if like they suggest a book, I'll try at least a half of the book because the start could be like boring, but then it gets more interesting. So that's pretty much how I decide. I always try to like read the back first and then I like flip to a random page. If the back and that page seem interesting, then I'll read it. But like if one of them isn't really interesting, I'll still give it a chance. Do you guys ever not finish a book? Like you start it and you're just like, you know what? I'm 60 pages in and this has not captured my interest. And so, see ya. Something else to read? Most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I definitely have. So do you see yourselves as being lifetime readers? 
Do you imagine you'll always want to read? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So how do you think you'll be able to make time for reading as you get older and you have things come into your life, maybe like sports or other activities? Um, I'll just do it in the night. Like if I have kids, I'll just read the books I liked to my kids. Mm -hmm. Well, that's a cool idea. Yeah, I'll probably like read at night still. And I don't know, maybe that could be my job or something. (laughs) You could become a librarian. Yeah. Or a reading teacher. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, and Cody, you listen to audiobooks, right? Yeah. So maybe when you're driving yourself to sports when you're 16 and you're mm-hmm. like, I'm going to go play soccer, you can listen to a book in the car. Yeah. How do you listen to audiobooks? Do you have CDs or do you do downloadables? I do overdrive. Oh, fantastic. Do you like listening to audiobooks at all, Abby? I mean, I just got an iPad for Christmas, so Ooh. I'm going to start downloading books to listen nice. to. You can use your library card. We've got a whole bunch. Okay, so this is the last question that we haven't talked about, but I kind of warned you about. Have you ever been caught reading when you were supposed to be doing something else or not caught? Me and my brother were supposed to be playing outside. We were listening to Harry Potter, but then my mom came out and was like, no, you're supposed to be playing. So we went around the house, snuck through my window, got my book, and then we went through Wilder's door and got his book, and then we went up to our treehouse and read where she couldn't see us. Oh, (laughs) It's Sorry, like, Danny. It's like, if you can't do this, then we'll do this. What about you, Abby? In class last year, I was reading. While she was teaching a lesson, she said, go put the book away. Oops. I think I've done my fair share of that. That's <clears throat> when you know a book is really good when you can't put it down and you're willing to risk getting in trouble mm-hmm. for it. Is there anything else that you would say out to other kids about books? They give you knowledge. (laughs) We hope this episode inspires you to fit reading into your everyday life and to try some of these great kid-recommended titles. Now we're going to hear from you, our readers and listeners. This is a fun segment where you get to tell us some of your favorite books. This is Reader's Rave. Hi, my name is Julia. I am 20 years old, and I recently read A Wrinkle in Time. I really liked how there were these two kids who traveled the universe, and it was just a really interesting book. Hi, my name is Sullivan. I am 12, and I just finished reading Percy Jackson and the Sea of Monsters. I love this book because it's the perfect mix of fantasy and realism that makes me feel like fictional characters and beings actually exist. Do you want to be a part of Reader's Rave? Call us at 928-777-1490 and leave a message with your first name, your age, a book you love, and what you love about it. We can't wait to hear from you. Thank you for joining us today on Librarians Telling Tales. For a full list of the books shared in this episode, check the link in our podcast bio. Don't forget to subscribe to catch our next mini episode where we'll be chatting with our second group of book lovers, Sierra, Stella, and Wilder. This podcast is supported by the Arizona State Library, Archives, and Public Records, a division of the Secretary of State, with federal funds from the Institute of Museum and Library Services. We would also like to thank the City of Prescott, Friends of the Prescott Public Library, and all our fabulous co-workers at Prescott Public Library. Be sure to like and subscribe to Librarians Telling Tales. And until next time, we'll see you in the library.